Hello, everyone. Welcome to the goddamn podcast. Ow. I shouldn't swear because I just realized as soon as I swore, I remembered the fact that my nephews now listen to this podcast. They're like, they're like a 12 and 10. That's stuff I should know, especially since they're listening. But I think that's how old they are, 12 and 10 or 11 to 9, something like that. Anyway, so I should I should curb the swear in a tiny bit, I suppose. You know, the first friggin' podcast, see, I said friggin' instead of fucking. Now, now I've ruined it. So the first podcast that they listened to was uh, one, the last one, the one about the keto diet, where I was talking about how their parents... We're, we're doing it wrong, and they're idiots. And they were, that's the one they, they all tuned in. As a family, they listened to me make fun of them. But the thing is, if you listen to the podcast, I didn't really make fun of them. I was talking about how the keto diet doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but then when I went into it, you know, I did some reading about the keto diet, and it's it, it has some merits. There's something to be said for getting good fats in your body. And Here's the thing about these diets, guys is uh, there's always something in them that I think, even if the diet itself doesn't work the way it says it works, there are elements of uh, coincidence that, that, like the Atkins diet and stuff, like no carbs, just no carbs at all. Don't use food energy, just no carbs. If you eat carbs, you're stupid. Who eats carbs and, and lives? What, the Japanese? Oh, yeah, the longest life expectancy in the world, who eat tons of carbs. They eat rice. You're not supposed to eat rice according to any of these diets. Well, the Japanese are doing all right. They live to be like 110. They all know fucking kung fu. You know? They're doing great, the Japanese. So, but the the, the coincidence, I think, of some of these diets, like, like the, the Atkins is saying no carbs, so... So you eliminate the, the white flour and the sugar, you know, and, and that comes along with that's a carb. That's a carbohydrate. So, so when you take out the breads, especially like the processed breads, and you take out the sugars, the, especially the processed sugars, you know, I think you eat some fruit. Don't, if a diet ever tells you don't eat fruit, say, you know what? Go fuck yourself. I, I, God damn it. I'm swearing more than usual. Now that I know children are listening, it's getting worse. It's like the time I got banned from the Halifax Comedy Fest. That is true, by the way. I think I said that on another podcast. But the Halifax Comedy Fest is a big festival here in Canada. They had an afternoon show in a shopping mall, and uh, which they should never have had, and all the comedians hated. But don't worry, comics. I got that show canceled because I just did my regular routine, and uh, it had some stuff in there. That was probably not appropriate for children. I mean, it wasn't crazy bad. It was just a little inappropriate. And uh, the, the festival was probably right to be a little miffed. They probably figured the comedians would have enough sense to do a squeaky clean, you know, act. But I didn't. That's, I'm a bad boy, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, what can I say? I break the rules. I'm a, I'm a rebel. I'm a goddamn rebel. That's it, see? You, if you try, if you try to put restraints on me, restraints? Restraints? If you try to put restraints on the, on Mark Bennett, yeah, he'll break free and soar like an eagle. Oh, my ankles are killing me. Oh, I'm falling apart. I am falling apart, which is why I'm paying a little more attention to these diets, these this keto shit. And, uh, oh, did I tell you I got to bang this podcast out quick? Because this is, this is an exciting night. We got a Game 7 Golden State, Houston Rockets basketball. We have uh, Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Finals, Washington and Vegas. I mean, it's an exciting night. I, I have the games paused because it's like, it's close to game time. It's like 7.30 right now and, uh, oh, it's 7.43. Shit. And the games are coming on at, at 8. Anyway, I'll, I'll make up for it. I'll, I'll skip the intermissions. Guys, don't worry about me. I'm going to be fine. So well, I'm looking into the keto stuff and then the other diets and and that is that's a, one of the things they say. So they the keto they want you to do the high fat, but they don't want you to have um, any carbs. And and that and their explanation is that 
they want your brain and your body to use fat as its energy source, and that's better for you. And and maybe that it does seem to work with people who have diabetes, as Wilford Brimley would say, diabetes. For people who have diabetes, you know, it's a good diet to be on. And I think children who have something, I think I said it last podcast, uh, children who have, it's not autism, what's the fucking, seizures, uh, uh, children who have epilepsy, it's good for them, you know. So I think, yeah, the, the fat burning thing aside, but the reason I think that the diet is because there's a lot of people on the diet, and most of them don't have epilepsy, uh, or and, and a lot of them don't have diabetes. So, but the reason that they're happy with the diet is that they're losing weight. Now, I, I and they're saying I'm losing weight even though I'm eating bacon. It's wonderful. But that's yeah. You cut out when you cut out, you know, flour and sugar. That's a lot of that's a lot of calories. And I think it's even, I think the, the, the white flour, the processed flour and the processed sugar is really bad for your health. And um, I don't think all sugars are. Like I said, fruit. Eat some fruit. And if you, say, if you knock the banana out of my hand saying, no, that's not healthy for you, you're a stupid idiot. All right? You're a stupid, stupid idiot. If you go, I just realized stupid is also a swear word for the kids these days. And you know what, nephews of mine, I'm here to tell you stupid is not a swear word. All right? There's nothing. See, I just said it's a stupid thing to say if you think that eating fruit is bad. And that is, that's an accurate, that's an accurate statement. It is a good use of the word stupid. So taking stupid out of the vernacular, that's, that's goddamn stupid. All right? Man, it's warm back here in the XC60 recording studio. I'm still not turning the car on. Oh, this gas. The gas prices are killing me. All right, back to uh, the sugars. So I am thinking that I'm going to cut as much of that shit out as I can. So I'm not eating bread anymore. I'm trying to not eat, you know. And we're, we're thinking about eating fish. You know, we'll become uh, Presbyterians, the Pentecostals. Whatever that one is that eats the vegetarians that eat fish. Because so the documentary affected me. All right. And uh, and it also it's made me think a little bit about the boy. My my son is very short for his age. And now they say that happens with vegetarian children. My wife told me this yesterday. This I didn't know. So uh, now I feel a bit bad that he's vegetarian because they say vegetarian kids will be shorter than uh, than their um peers until they hit puberty and i tell you i was shorter than my peers even when i hit puberty and it i caught up eventually in grade like 11 i shot up like a foot but until then i was one of the shortest kids i was the shortest kid in my class for most of my life and i hated it it formed my personality i wrote speeches about it and and uh, life of a short person and shit like that so it it's pro- it's one of the things that turned me into a co- a comic and again a negative it's a stupid life running around doing shows telling poo jokes getting banned from halifax comedy festivals what kind of adult does shit like that right just get a don't you see so him being short is going to He's going to try to overcompensate for that. Do you know what I mean? He'll get the little man syndrome like I had. And so he'll he'll either become a bodybuilder, maybe, doing steroids. I thought about doing that when I was a kid, too. If I had had access to steroids, I tell you what, when I was uh, a ute, oh, Christ almighty, I would have shot him right in my ass. I would have easily done that. But uh, luckily, there was no one willing to sell steroids to a 13-year-old pasty white kid in uh, Newfoundland. I mean, they probably were. I just didn't know where to look for them. You know, if if they weren't uh, in my high school parking lot, then pretty much uh, I didn't know where else to go. Where do you, do you go to the woods? Where do you go? I never understand how people find drug dealers and uh, and, like, you know, illicit substances. How do you do it? You know, like, I, I, I'm I, not an idiot. I guess you would figure if you're, it'd be in the gym, you'd be hanging out, you know. I guess maybe you sidle up to uh, 
one of the guys that's got the veins popping out of his eyeballs, you know? And you're like, hey, man, you're pretty huge. And he's like, yeah, I'm fucking huge. You got a problem? And then you know, okay, this guy's got a hair trigger. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's probably on the roids. But my next question to you is, how do you ask a man who is uh, clearly insane and he's got testosterone flowing through him 24-7, he's ready to fight at the drop of a hat, you're going you're gonna to accuse him of doing something illegal? You know, it's probably not going to go over well. Even if he is doing it, he's not going to admit it. You got to get in his inner circle. How do you do that? Right? When you're a 13-year-old boy, you can't be like, hey, man, can I spot you? I know you're doing a deadlift of 6,000 pounds, but I can spot you. You can't get in on the inner circle. I don't know how anyone gets the roids. I just don't know how you do it. I mean, nowadays, oh, for fuck's sake, you can just get on the internet and you get on that, uh, what is it? The black market? What's the, the golden trail? The, I don't know what it's called. Where you can, you can, you can buy Bitcoin and whatever else you want. That's on the documentary, the Bitcoin documentary. They were talking about this, this, uh, underground internet site where you can just buy whatever you want, any illegal drugs you want, steroids probably, you know, maybe, maybe Russian prostitutes. I don't, I don't know what was on it. The golden pathway or whatever the hell it was called. Anyway, I digress. What I'm saying is I'd like to cut out the dangerous stuff because a like health wise you know you're getting older you don't want to get like heart attacks and cancer and shit that we're all gonna get i don't want to bring you down on stanley cup final game seven basketball night but we're all gonna get cancer or heart attacks but but you know what i'm not saying it as to be a super negative guy something's got to take you out if you're 120 years old and you die they don't just say well he just drifted into the the nebula with there was no cause it's it's called heart failure it's still a, it's still a heart attack if your heart stops or if you die of cancer when you're 110 you know what i mean so these things are going to take you out i i get it let's just prolong that let's just just try to make that a longer road for the old heart combustion now so I'd like to, I'd like to, and plus, I look like garbage. Oh, I feel like garbage, and I look like garbage. I probably sound like garbage, but I can't do much about that. That's my nasal leprechaun Newfoundland voice. I can't fix that. I was at a show on uh, Saturday, and uh, thank the Ottawa Firefighters, the Firefighter Association of Ottawa, having me on the show. Little charity thing where I get paid anyway. People, people who uh, sometimes errantly think that entertainers don't get paid for charity events. Of course they do. They usually take a discount, you know. Now, as a, as a Canadian stand-up comedian, we're always operating at a discount. We're the cheapest part of every single event, including the caterers and the wait staff, the bartender, the, the, the person who does the, the center flowers in the middle of the table. The centerpieces, they all get paid more than the comedian. The agent who books the shows gets paid more than the comedian. I, they, we get nothing in the grand scheme of things. So we're always, like uh, the, the firefighters, so God knows, I was giving them a break on my price just by giving them my regular price. But yeah, it was a, it was a good event. A lot of people came out and uh, we appreciate it. Good shows, good times, and... Um, I'll get back to the show because some weird shit happened at the show, and uh, but I, I'm I'm on a roll here about my roles. Am I right? Can I get a Can I get an amen? I got like I'm in my gym clothes because since I'm not going to turn on this goddamn car and it's premium gas guzzling notions, I am. Uh, we're not recording in the Prius anymore, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So we cannot have any air conditioning. We're just going to sit here and sweat it out. And it's 31 degrees in Toronto. Finally, summer has hit us. And now we all wish it was winter again. No, that's not true. It's been great. It's it's just a little too hot right now. You know, a little, 
because it's got the humidity. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. The humidity is uh, making me sweaty. So I put on uh, some gym shorts that I don't like and a gym shirt that I don't wear much. And it looks like when I was in the elevator coming down to do the podcast, you know, getting my got my podcast gear in a little in my little uh, briefcase. Yeah, actually, I must have looked kind of odd. I got sneakers on, gym shorts, gym shirt, and like a briefcase. <laughs> Where the fuck is he going? See, he's going to some kind of racing event and then doing their taxes. What's happening? What is that guy? So on the elevator, I probably looked like I was headed out to do some kind of athletics. But uh, if you looked at my physique, you would say, that guy is going to go do athletics. He looks terrible. Good thing he's going out to do some athletics. Because he clearly hasn't done any in a long, long time. And that is, oh my God. Like I'm wearing the clothes to deal with the heat upstairs and especially in the recording studio here. But it, it's been a, it's a stark reminder of how shitty I am right now as a human being. Sure, I got the bad bones. There's no doubt. Got the old osteoporosis. That's not helping matters. But there's no reason for me to be so out of shape. My muscles have all atrophied. I'm like George Costanza in the summer of George. Where I just, I guess I haven't gotten off the couch in six months. Thanks to it being wintertime. And, you know, because like I've been driving the kid around to his play dates and his his drop-in centers and stuff like that. Because it was too goddamn cold. And now that summer's here. And you're getting out of the house and you just, I walk 20 steps and it's like, I'm like a chain smoker. I'm like, so not doing the keto diet, but it did. After watching the documentary, it did make me think let's, let's change some shit, right? But it's a vicious cycle. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a vicious cycle where I feel so crappy. I have no energy. The idea that if you have a a few spare minutes, you're going to, like, you know, go do some burpees. You know, let let me try some chin-ups. You know, I know I'll throw up. I I don't want to throw up. So then, so so you don't do anything. And then the next day, you're, you're even worse. So it's just this... It's this goddamn cycle of fatness that I got to open the door here. Oh, my God. Let's just let some air in. This is going to look even worse. They're going to see a a fat dude in his gym shorts doing his podcast. Oh, it's echoing all through this. No, I got to close the door. God damn it. I guess this is it. I'm just going to die in the backseat of this car. Man, I got to do something. What, what my plan was, I told my wife on, on Friday, I said, starting on Monday, because I had a show, I had to drive to Ottawa on the weekend to do some shows. So I said, starting on Monday, I'm going to get up at 6 in the morning, have a little me time. You know, maybe have a coffee at Starbucks, right? And uh, do you know their points expire at Starbucks? I had a fucking free item. I had a free item. I could have gotten anything at Starbucks. It says I always buy just coffee at Starbucks. I was going to go get their most expensive item with my free, you know, because you can get free food or drink, whatever, whichever one you want. So I was going to get like something fancy. And I look at it today and it said you, you a bunch of your points expired. I didn't know that. Apparently every six months your points expire. Sons of bitches. Just, oh, corporate America. Finding ways to keep me coming back to Starbucks. Anyway, have some me time. That was my plan. Get up at 6 a.m. Do um, have, have a little coffee, maybe even go to the gym, you know, do 30, 40 minutes. Just get going. Just get going. And because it's so warm now that I figure that the morning it will be a little like more, uh, I don't know, a little easier to do some some fitness. But of course, who in the fuck can get up at six o'clock in the morning? Not me. I just... And and also the the basketball games they're on till like midnight, you know. And I'm watching once now that the 
you know, once the playoffs are done in basketball and hockey, I'm going to have more of my nights free. So, uh, and plus, uh, Sam's French nanny is going to be coming back. So three times a week, I'll be able to do a workout. And uh, then maybe the other two nights, I'll go to the gym at like 8 p.m., you know, when normally I'd be watching a hockey playoff game. But that's over, right? It's, It's over. And then I'll be able to, you know. Oh, Christ. I'm just trying to talk myself into it. It's just, I used to be a gym guy. But then again, I used to not have osteoporosis. But it's just, it's this, the worse I feel, the less I feel like going. And then I think to myself, well, what if you get hurt at the gym? What if you, what if you break a bone or something? Because you got the old shitty bones. You know, but these are all excuses. No more excuses, everybody. Starting in a couple of weeks when Sam's nanny gets back. And the playoffs are over. I'm going to be, I think, see, I'm going to try to work out every day. I think you almost, if you want to get anything done, I think you need to do it every day. Because you just drift away from it. It's like, like I said, that's why I'm doing two podcasts a week now. Because people don't listen to them all at once, generally speaking. They'll, they'll break it up a little bit. At least that's what I do with the podcasts I listen to. And if there's two podcasts, there's enough to go around for every day. And you, you won't forget all Mark Bennett. And so with stand-up, I'd like to start, I'd like to dedicate a little portion of the day to stand-up. But it's just, see, like the kid is, well, when you're taking care of him and it's hot out and you're walking around in the stroller, if you put him down for a nap, you go down for a nap. Because you cannot, you just, there's just no more energy. At least for me. I would love to be these one of these fucking people. God damn it, I keep swearing. One of these people that can just bounce out of bed in the morning and just go, go, go. And then you got, you know, your, your kid takes a nap. You're like, oh, I got, I got an hour and a half. Maybe I'll get a, get a fancy workout in. And I can, I just, who are these? How? How do you do? I was talking to my brother about that. And he was like, it's the same thing at his work. The accountants, he's like, guys will be, you know, bursting with energy at 7 o'clock in the morning, and they're there before anyone else, and then at lunchtime, they go do fucking Pilates or some shit, and then, then they, they finish their work, and they go out, and they, 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 they play hockey or go golfing, and then they just go, 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 you know? And he said, and those people, those are the ones that really get ahead. So what I'm saying, guys, is if things aren't going your way, in any way, shape, or form, it's God's fault. It's how you were born, you know? I heard Bill O'Reilly on, uh, on XM, because I got the XM. I got a trial with the car. It's one of the coolest things with the cars, this XM. I've never had the XM radio, the satellite radio. So now I've got the trial, and I get to like, coast through all the channels, and Comedy Central was playing The Daily Show, and they were, they were doing clips of Bill O'Reilly because he's been accused of all the sexual harassment. Shocker! What a surprise! A powerful white male who uh, runs his mouth about how everybody should listen to him and how much better he is than everybody else and his ideas are the ones you should listen to. Oh, what? That guy? Really? Shocking. And um, he, he came out recently and said that, is he angry? Sure he's angry. He's angry at God. He thought God would protect him more. Like, there's just no way he believes that, right? It's it's just, I guess he's thinking the people who listen to him, they would believe he would believe it, right? He, he wished God would protect him. I, and, and he didn't even specify as to what. Like, you, you wish God had protected you from the women ratting you out? Or for them realizing they're being sexually harassed? Or uh, or are you saying you're innocent and you wish that God had protected you from these lecherous, lying succubuses? Is that, was that it? I don't know. Anyway, the show on Saturday. I had a great time there with my friend Niall Sagan. Very funny comedian. We're uh, doing, and there was a, a guy who was hosting it was a firefighter, which makes sense, the Firefighters Association. And uh, man, oh man. Like, Niall asked him a question. Niall said, 
Hey, man, uh, do you ever get any calls like that are just hilarious? You know, like you have to come come screaming with the fire engine over to some ridiculously hysterical call where you're walking back going, I can't believe they called us for that. And he was like, oh, uh, yeah. And he just starts telling stories. But then every one of the stories ends with, and then uh, she died. And then, yeah, well, you know, he died because he got mangled and all that. So, you know, (laughs) I was like, so the opposite of what Niall asked? And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible. Yeah, yeah. We see it's mostly uh, tragedy that we see. But, you know, you know, on the way home, like uh, people will be talking about stuff and it was so awkward, you know, so what we saw so terrible that, you know, someone will say something and we'll all crack up, you know, you know, gallows humor, I guess. I was like, yeah, Jesus I tell you what, you know, people like to talk about the first responders and like the ambulance drivers and the, and the cops and, and the, the firefighters. And the thing I don't think people realize like the shit that they see, man, they all they're all like PTSD. That's I mean, the, he didn't say it to us, yeah, but I was getting that vibe from him, you know, that if that there was some. So there's some part of him that uh, has seen too much. Now, also, he was sick as a dog. Apparently, he'd been vomiting for a full week. And uh, nice to use the microphone right after him, by the way. Uh, After uh, finding out that he had some form of disease. But uh, he thinks maybe maybe it was food poisoning or some shit like that. But anyway, maybe that's the vibe I was getting, like that he felt like vomiting as opposed to PTSD. But I do know that a lot of those first responder type people do have that and they all need dogs and shit to try to calm their nerves and smoke the pot and uh you know yeah whatever you guys need to do but that that's the thing like people talk about oh it's just, they when they think of firefighters and and cops and shit they think oh dangerous it's such a dangerous job they put their lives on the line that must be so scary you know they're heroes but but what they're not thinking about is like the shit that their eyes see you know, like one of my friends who became a doctor, he um, in order to become a doctor, you know, you got to do the volunteer work. And uh, so he volunteered as a volunteer firefighter and uh, an EMT. And he was, uh, you know, one of the ambulance guys. And it changed him like he was just saying flat out. Yeah. You know, the stuff you see is uh, harsh. You can't unsee that. And you're not supposed to see shit like that. You know, like. When people go to war and they see stuff like that, like, that's what these guys are seeing. Anyway, glad I could do the charity event, but uh, that wasn't the only thing that kind of bummed me out. Yeah, guys, on this comedy podcast, let's just keep bumming you out. No, it's um, it was kind of a weird story. This guy, he came to see me specifically uh, at the show, and he was a really nice guy, but every time he saw my name you know, announced for at the comedy club, uh, like uh, on the marquee, you know, he, he, he would drive by it because he, he lives close to the comedy club in Ottawa. And so when I'm performing there, he saw my name, Mark Bennett. He was like, I got to go see Mark Bennett. Got to see Mark Bennett. I was like, well, why? Why? Because I'm a Canadian comedian. I know he doesn't know me because I'm famous. I'm like, why did you have to see me? He said, oh, because a friend of his, uh, her husband is named Mark Bennett. And I was like, oh, that's great. And he said, oh, I mean, was named Mark Bennett. And he died. And I was like, oh, okay. So did you, you needed to see me to make sure that he didn't fake his own death and had, had a second life as a comedian? Like, and, and he was like, no, I just, you know, it's just the coincidence. You know, there was, you know, I knew a Mark Bennett in Ottawa and he died. And, and, and then, so now I want to, want to see this guy. And like he had, the guy and his parents had a great time at the show, apparently. And he was a lovely man. And I told him to listen to his podcast, so he's probably listening. And uh, so shout out to you, Patrick. Shout out. But, um, you know, it's, it shouldn't be a, I shouldn't look at it as a negative. You know, it's, it's perhaps it's a nice way to honor his, his friend. You know, the idea that let's go out and share some laughs in memory of Mark Bennett by listening to Mark Bennett. 
The thing is, though, I was thinking, because he came up to me before the show. I was like, what if this is a terrible show? What if I just shit the bed? You know? And he's like, oh, you've sullied the memory of Mark Bennett by doing that awful material. Oh, my God. And I also, I had jokes in there. Like, my, my opening joke that night was about, uh, you know, going to funerals and how shitty that is. But uh, I skipped it. I did not I did not open with that. And that is specifically because he came up to me and just told me that Mark Bennett had died. So I felt weird about the first thing that he would hear coming out of new Mark Bennett's mouth was about going to a funeral. You know, I thought that that's that's too much. I have other jokes. I don't need to say this one right now, which is what I should have said at the Halifax Comedy Festival. But I didn't. I was mad at those people for years, man. Swore I'll never do their festival again. And I still probably won't. But not because I don't want to. Because they won't ask me. But um, my wife reminded me of the jokes that I would have said at that time. We didn't know each other at that time. But, you know, she's come to know my comedy repertoire very well. So she knows even the old jokes that I don't say anymore. And so uh, she reminded me the material I would have been doing at that time. And uh, it, it, the thing is, I, I knew the jokes I did. But I, I haven't done them in a long time, so I didn't really remember. So when I was, like, talking about it a few weeks ago, my wife was like, you did that joke? I was like, yeah, why? She was, do you remember how that ends? And then she told me, I'm like, oh, Jesus. They, they were right to be mad at me. I mean, banning me from a festival is a little extreme. And also, they forced, uh, apparently, even up till, till today, and that was like 10 years ago, maybe more. Even to today, you all comedians have to submit their material in writing. Uh, to the brass at the Halifax Comedy Fest so they can approve it so shit doesn't happen like like what happened with me at the mall. So, you know, hey, you guys were wrong. I was wrong. Let's all be adults about this situation, right? I don't give a shit. I'm an artist. Guys, you know, you got to stand by your art sometimes. I actually, I kind of do think that. Like, I, those were the jokes I wanted to say. And I said them where I wanted to say them, and I knew what I was doing. I, and I didn't apologize. In fact, when they got mad at me, I doubled down and got mad back at them. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of things that are our fault, that still I get mad at, Broad, our downstairs neighbor, this fucking guy, uh, the guy I remember from, er, from long-time listeners of the podcast, you guys know that I have a downstairs neighbor in my apartment building who, when we installed our air conditioner uh, a couple of years ago, I had a, a, like a little hose dripping down, and apparently the hose, it turned inward, and so little drips of water would uh, go on Broad's balcony. Uh, my brother calls douchebags named Brad Broad, so I've adopted that. And uh, so Brad's, his, his balcony, getting a little wet. Oh, uh-oh. There's a little bit of water dripping in. So he comes upstairs and bangs on our door like he's fucking trying to break it down. Like he's a firefighter who's seen too much. You know, and it, and so I open the door and I'm super nice to the guy, you know, thinking that that it's all a misunderstanding and we'll, and we'll all, you know, like, like the Halifax Comedy Fest, we'll all be adults about this. But no, Brad was, was just like that festival. He never, he never sweetened. He stayed sour. And that soured me. And now I hate him. You know? I explained to him, oh, it's clearly an accident. That hose, you know, must be dripping down the wrong way. I'll change it so it drips the other way. Sorry about that, man. Are we friends? And he's like, yeah, okay. But, like, you know, clearly wasn't, still wasn't being cool. You know what I mean? Hated him ever since. So... That was two years ago. I'm assuming that nothing has happened in the, in the last two years because of what happened on 
Sunday, I came back from the show, drove five hours from Ottawa. Ankles killing me because I'm falling apart. I think it's my hip flexors. For some reason, my ankles affect my hip flexors. What time are we at here? Oh, Jesus. We got time. I thought uh, I thought I was maybe missing the game. But no. Anyway, let's think it's my hip flexors. Uh because they're connected to your to the inner part of your ankle, apparently. So when I'm driving the car, and for long distances, my uh, I think my hips get strained up, and then I get the ankle pain. Like I said, guys, falling apart. Gotta go to the gym. We'll go to the gym. Just give me a couple of weeks. Give me a couple of weeks for Sam's nanny to get back. You know. Give me a couple more weeks to talk myself into it. Is what I need. Or just keep wearing this gym shirt and clear and humiliate myself into going back to the gym because that's happening. Uh, I think I'll just take it one step further. I'm going to start walking around shirtless everywhere and just watch watch everyone's appalled face. Because the thing is, I'm skinny fat, so I don't, in clothes, like there are people probably listening to the podcast who know me personally or see me on stage and they're like, there's no way you're a fat piece of shit the way you're saying you are. We know you, but you know me with shirts on, you know, and, and it's true. Years ago, I, I did not have fat under that shirt, but now that shirt is hiding some grotesque gut and, um, and love handles squishy. It's got dimples. Oh, guys. So I, uh, I gotta get, I just gotta get it under control. I'm 40 now. If I don't get it under control now, it's not going to get easier when I'm 50 and my bones are totally dust and my gut is hanging down to my painful ankles. Right? What? Okay. What, what was I talking about? Oh, broad. Yeah, so my wife, she's cleaning um, this water table. We got this shitty water table for Sam last year. Uh, Sarah says, hey, there's a water table that uh, one of the ladies in our Facebook group is giving away for free. And water tables are like a hundred bucks, you know, and you're not you're only going to use them for like a year or two. And then the kid will be like, I don't want to use this. This is for babies. So I was like, yeah, we can pick up that water table. That's it sounds like a, you know, that's a bargain free. You know, and we know we're not getting it from like a stranger. It's one of somebody Sarah knows from a Facebook group. And we, uh, and Facebook group, God knows you're close with those people, right? So I go and, and I, to pick it up, and it's just covered in spiders. Spiders and spider webs. It, it used to have a pile of, like, things on it, like spinning wheels and squirt guns and, like, a little pirate ship thing. It's shaped like a pirate ship, but it's so it had flags and, and all this cool shit, and none of it. It didn't have any of it. It, it, it instead of those things, bugs. It had insects replacing what used to be toys. And I don't know what happened to the toys. There's one broken mast sticking in the middle of it and, and a water cannon that sort of worked. That was all. That was like the two things left out of like the 50 stuff that should have been on it. And it was grimy and black and disgusting. And my wife's not with me. So I'm about to just leave it on the curb and go and just go home and tell her, that's garbage. I'm not taking that. But then I know she's going to be like, what? So I put it in the back of the old Prius. Oh, guys, remember the Prius. Put it in the back of the Prius. I had to jam it in there. And all the, and the legs fell off when I put, oh, I was, they, they started rolling down the road. Just that dirty legs. Ugh. Anyway, I brought it into the house, into the apartment. Just pointed at it to, as if to say to my wife, this is what you made me bring back. You know, and she was like, oh, great. I was like, what do you mean great? I gave I gave a dramatic point, you know, a wave of my hand of disgust so that you would go, oh, God, clearly I asked you to pick up garbage. And she was like, we can clean it up. And uh, we didn't. We just left a dirty, disgusting. We, I cleaned up uh, the majority. I got the spiders out of it. All right. But I didn't scrub it hard because to me it was useless. And, uh, and Sam was a bit young last summer to be using a water table. So uh, it just sort of sat there on our patio all winter long. And now, now it's the summer. It wasn't looking better. It was looking worse. 
So my wife decided while I was gone to Ottawa, you know, talking to the firefighters, that uh, she would clean this thing up. But of course, it was difficult to clean it. She had to use a lot of water. She had to scrub a lot of elbow grease. She had to use a lot of suds to clean off this disgusting sidewalk trash that I picked up two years ago. And um, I guess a year ago. So the superintendent, uh, the actually the assistant of the superintendent. Oh, and a side note, uh, my superintendent, I asked him about, uh, if you listened to the last podcast, I asked him about our cat. And uh, uh, our super was kind enough to take care of our cat for a, when we were away for a week. And, um, but the screen next to the window had been shredded, which to me seemed like all of our cat had been trapped outside. So I asked him about it, and he said he saw the hole as well. But certainly the cat was never trapped outside. So Olive must have been doing this hole at another time when I didn't notice. You know, or maybe she, I had trapped her outside sometime, you know, a few months ago. I, I, I don't know. Maybe the screen just split on its own. It beats me. Anyway, so apparently our cat was, was not stuck outside, terrified, as I had pictured. Which is good news. Guys, good news. So the super's assistant, the... The, the, the super ass, he, he's a great guy. Uh, he came up to my wife uh, on Sunday and was like, hey, your downstairs neighbors are saying your air conditioner uh, must be leaking onto their balcony. Can you fucking believe that? Two years ago, a couple of drips that were remedied immediately, and these guys are hanging on just waiting for the next fucking just millimeter of water to drip down so that they can fly off the handle. But it, they called the emergency line. That does, they didn't come up and ask. They just called the emergency line. And uh, and the, so the, when the super assistant came up and he said, hey, uh, they think that the thing is, Sarah's like, oh, no, I was cleaning the water table and it must have dripped down. And he was like, oh, okay, no biggie. And that's it. And he was gone. He was cool about it. Probably went down and said to them, hey, fuck off. Because look, we're, we're, yet your balcony, it gets dripped down sometimes. We we have neighbors uh, a couple of floors up who have plants. They water their plants and it drips down. And when it drips down, I don't call it goddamn police. Well, at least the, the emergency line for the building, I don't call them. Do you know what I mean? These idiots. They don't know how good they have it. That's, that's what kills me. They're calling the, the super for a couple of drips of water every two years, which aren't even problems. Those aren't things. Sometimes it rains. Do you, do you, who do you call when it rains and your balcony gets some water on it? Is that our fault too? Oh, God, they must be really spraying their air conditioner right now. It's soaking wet down here. Fucking idiots. And I know my wife, she was like, why are you getting mad? It's my fault. And I was like, I am. I'm mad at you, too. I wasn't. But I wasn't mad at her. I was much like the Halifax Comedy Festival. I am, I am extra mad. It's just like, yes, I know that's our fault. But it was minor. Just like the Halifax Comedy Festival. I know that material wasn't squeaky clean. Maybe it wasn't mall friendly. But it wasn't that bad. You treated it like I fucking murdered people. You know? You took it way too far. Just like when you get a couple of drips on your balcony and you call the building super like we're problem tenants. Our upstairs neighbors, as long-time listeners of the podcast know, they, coincidentally, their air conditioner, they let it flow over. They don't. They have one you need to dump out. And so for every year we've lived here, they have let their floor get... got. Uh, becomes so soaking wet that it drips down through four feet of concrete, cracked through our ceiling, and drips onto our bed. All right? Dirty, frigging cement ceiling water drips onto my pillow. They have to repair our ceiling every single summer. Those are problem tenants. All right, broad Fucking uh, and and also their alarm upstairs goes off every morning 
at 4 o'clock in the morning. Every single morning we've lived here for eight years. We bought white noise machines. That's how we, that's how we started the whole white noise machine thing that we do, which is, by the way, if you, don't get, if you don't have a white noise machine, you should get one. They are wonderful. It really helps you sleep, especially when your upstairs neighbors are a pile of uh, human excrement. And I know, and that's the thing, see, what kills me, the reason I'm so upset is I know that Broad and his chick think about us like we think about our neighbors. But here's the thing. We're right, and you're wrong. We've had, we have a toddler and a baby, you know, who doesn't cry very much. He sleeps through the night most of the nights. But you know what, though? Now that I think back, and I, I mentioned this on another podcast, he was a really bad sleeper for the first six months of his life. And uh, he was in the bedroom with us, and uh, that's where we had his, his crib with us. We didn't do the co-sleeping. We didn't do him in the bed because that's dangerous. But we had him in the room, and we were always trying to rock him to sleep uh, when he was six months old and younger, and he would cry all night long. So I now, in retrospect, I sincerely hope that kept Brad and his friggin' chick. And I know you're not supposed to say chick, but I'm mad. All right? I hope it kept him and his woman very fucking awake. Because you can't. You can't call the emergency line on that, can you? He w- I bet he wanted to. He probably did. And then they said, are you calling about a baby? Hang up the phone, Brad, and call back when your balcony gets a little wet. Yeah, goddamn pansy. Like, what kind of princess, what kind of prima donna do you have to be that you can't handle a tiny bit of water hitting your outside balcony that you got to call the building? And it's not like, like my wife was cleaning it on Sunday. It was the only time she'd ever clean it. Cleaned it. She cleaned it for about an hour, and then she was done. You know, I could see if she was cleaning and scrubbing that thing every day for a week, and you'd be like, "You got to call the building." We're like, "Look, guys, there's like soapy water flowing down onto our patio every single day. What's going on?" But the very fact that the super's assistant specifically mentions that. They, they think your air conditioner is dripping down onto their balcony. It's like you, oh, you goddamn pansies. Fucking people. And it wasn't even dripping in the same spot. She was on the whole other side of the balcony. So now, now what are you thinking? We're moving the air conditioner around just to piss you off? Man, alive. Like, I was driving back from Ottawa, right? And I was thinking to myself, because my brother's always asking me, hey, why don't you move to Ottawa? We can do the keto diet together. So we, we occasionally think about going to Ottawa, but we really like it in Toronto, and it's better for my career. Sure, sure, my career, that is not very great. We're the career where festivals don't ask me to come back. But still... It exists here. It wouldn't really exist much in, in Ottawa. Well, it, it might, but I'd have to make a, a lot of adjustments. You know what I mean? Toronto, it's, it's just it's where I've been for a while. And, um, and it's probably the biggest comedy scene in Canada. I would say. say it's a safe bet. So I was thinking about it, you know, because I, I was listening to the satellite radio, like I said, having fun. Flipping through the channels, and Canada Laughs was on, and they were playing clips of of of, uh, of comedians I knew because I know all the comics here in Canada for the most part, and um, the station specifically plays Canadian comedians, and I know I was on it. Someone sent me a screenshot the other day of, "Hey, I'm listening to you right now on XM." So they play me, and I was thinking, "It's nice. We're in Toronto. Maybe I'll re- I'll record a new CD hopefully this year, you know, and uh, do do more gigs." And my buddy Niall. Uh, you know, we just had a nice time in Ottawa. I'll see him over in Toronto. Got got good friends. Uh, we've got all these nice little parks for Sam, you know. And uh, and then I, I come home, and then Sarah tells me that about this fucking broad downstairs. And so, like, I'm, I'm fucking sandwiched like an Oreo cookie. The delicious, lovely, white, creamy, 
a non-keto center of the Oreo is bookended by two just fucking rancid black, no business being in the cookie, even though if you eat them all together, it's delicious. That's, that is how good the cream in the middle is. That just you try to eat the the Oreo wafer without the cream, it's it's inedible. But you stick the cream in between the two wafers, and it's quite good. The cream on its own is heaven, you know. And that's what I am. And the cream in the middle. I'm so good that if you if you were to combine these three apartments, you would still say overall very good, very good apartment. You know, these these three combined to make to to be above average tenants. But that's just me dragging up the average. In the fluffy, creamy center. These two fucking assholes. So then I start thinking. So I like it, it's it's Murphy's law. Is that Murphy's law? I don't know. Where I'm where I'm driving back and I'm all high on Toronto, going. I just it doesn't matter that we don't own a house and. The market here is so stupid we could never buy one. Who cares, man? You you live in a great place. You live you you have all the amenities around you. And I come home and they're like, oh, Brad is yelling about the air, air conditioner again. And I'm like, Sarah's like, should I go down? Maybe I'll bring him a beer. I'm like, no. No, we're not bringing him a beer. I'm escalating the situation. If they're ever out on the patio with their friends, like they were last year, having a good time because they're probably super popular, then I'm calling the cops. Noise complaint. Escalating. Not de-escalating. I mean, I know I probably won't do that. But I, I like to think I would. Let me tell you something. Given the opportunity, I'm absolutely going to do something. No one's allowed to smoke pot in our building. Um, at least uh, that's what they said. I'm pretty sure they can enforce that law. But they say on your balcony, no smoking pot because, you know, people, neighbors have been making complaints. And so they say it's building policy. Pretty sure that they can't do anything about that. Uh, but I think that Brad and his and his friends occasionally smoke pot downstairs. Maybe I'll call the emergency line. Now you see what you turned me into, Brad? God damn it. I used to be cool. Now I'm a goddamn narc. You know? Anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. I gotta go upstairs, man. A- I'm melting. B, did I not mention the games that are on this evening? Let's see how much time we've done. Oh, Christ, I did too much time. It's over 50 minutes. Man, I I probably missed the first period. All right. Thank God for PVR. Am I right, everybody? See you soon. I'll uh, do another one on Thursday, I think. You know, if you guys are still listening. I said shut up. Good night.